Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Renee A. and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Today is Wednesday, January 15th and today we're reading from the big book and we're on page 83, the first paragraph which begins, yes, there is a long period of reconstruction ahead. I want to say thanks to today's readers, The Twelve Steps, Sandy B., The Twelve Traditions, Rivki K., and readers of the text are Janice B., Leon B., and Ginger C. The reference number for yesterday, Tuesday, January 14th, for the 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting is 13,968. That's 13968. And for the 10 a.m. meeting, Eastern Time, that number is 13,969. That's 13969. The OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, Our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Sandy B. to read the OA 12 steps for us. Good morning, Sandy. Good morning. Good morning. This is Sandy B. from Virginia. 12 Steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made the decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continue to take personal inventory, and when they were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, 
Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me do service. Thank you, Sandy. Appreciate that. And now I'll ask Rivki K to read the OA 12 Traditions. Rivki, good morning. Hi, this is Rivki K from Vienna, Austria. One, our, welcome, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for a group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscious. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest Problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such would never be organized, but we may create service boards or comedies Committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10. Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, even reminding us to place principles before personalities. I pass and thank you for letting me do service. Thank you, Rifki. Appreciate it. Okay, how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass, and then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today we resume our study of the big book on page 83, that first paragraph which begins with, yes, there is a long period of reconstruction ahead. And I'm now going to ask Janice B. to begin reading. Good morning, Janice. 
Good morning. Good morning, visionaries. This is Janice B., recovered compulsive overeater in Vermont. Yes, there is a long period of reconstruction ahead. We must take the lead. A remorseful mumbling that we are sorry won't fill the bill at all. We ought to sit down with the family and frankly analyze the past as we now see it being very careful not to criticize them. Their defects may be glaring, but the chances are that our own actions are partly responsible. So we clean house with the family, asking each morning in meditation what our, that our creator show us the way of patience, tolerance, kindliness, and love. Uh, yes, a long period of reconstruction, like the rest of my life. <laughs> um, so, uh, so in step two, um, I identified the characteristics of and the attributes of my higher power, and and these attributes. Some of them were patience, patient, tolerant, kind, and loving. And in step three, I made a decision to turn my will in my life over to the care of this higher power. And, um, and steps four through nine, I am, or four through seven, I'm looking at what was stopping me from from um, living a life from that place of kindness, tolerance, um, patience, and being loving, and and I I identified the blocks, and I don't want to live out of those blocks anymore. I want to live out of I alignment with with my higher power and so um and so with my family um you know i was having panic attacks when my my sister would call me because i had so much resentment with her and my brother for doing for doing wrong to my sisters and i and i would lay awake at night thinking about that um, that's not, I don't do that anymore. That's been taken away from doing these steps and acting, following, following, um, being in alignment with my higher power. So how do I do that each morning? You know, it's like 10, 11, and 12. I know we're not there yet, but but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Each it's so helpful. Each morning I ask God to 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 show me the way, to show me the way, um, and then Him uh, showing me the way means listening. And so this is where I get my direction. This is general reminder. My code. Thank you. And um, and I've changed. 
and I'm so grateful. And I pass. Thank you. Thank you so much, Janice, for getting us started. I really appreciate that. Okay. I am ready to take a list of names of people who'd like to share on this paragraph. Ginger C. Anna K. Jen A. Ginger. Larry K. Linda Z. Anna K. And Chuck K. And Chuck, okay, so hold on. Let me tell you who I've got here just a second. So I've got the only people that I heard out of that were Ginger C, Larry K, Linda D, Loretta H, and Chuck. Um, Jen A. Okay, so Jen A. And who was the person right before Jen? Was it Monica W? Hold on. Anna, okay, let's stop right there for just a second. And Beth, I'll tack you on the end. Okay, so let me tell you who I've got in order. I've got Ginger C, Larry K, Linda D, Loretta H. Uh, Chuck, you'll have to give me your initial when you come on. Jen A, Anna K, and Beth W. Okay, let's go with that for now. Okay, Ginger Good morning, and Ginger, you'll be followed by Larry. And you're up. Okay, good morning, Renee. Thank you so much for your service. And this is... Hey, Ginger, hold on just a minute. Hey, guys, could you check to make sure that you're muted? I don't know if that's your line or not, Ginger, but let's all check to make sure we're muted real quick. Okay, Ginger, go ahead. Ginger, are you there? So, Ginger, I'm not hearing you. Press star one. Okay. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Oh, go can ahead. Can you hear Ginger. me? Yeah, okay. I sure can. All right. Well, thank you so much for your service this morning. And this is Ginger C. Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Colorado. And yes, there is a long period of reconstruction ahead. And, you know, I'm so selfish and self-centered. I put the plug in the jug and I think I'm good to go. And won't my family just be right by my side and smiling along with me? And so thank God this continues for a lifetime. And it's not an overnight matter. I put my family through hell. I've got to remember that. And today, my job is to have their uppermost happiness on my mind, and how can I help meet your needs? And then let it organically flow, and it happens how it happens. And I love, too, that we're careful not to criticize. Isn't it so easy to cut you to the quick? This is my work. Keep my eyes on my own paper. That's my job. Recover, 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 because the truth, it's just a 24-hour reprieve. I don't care how many days you put back to back, you wake up, you wash, you rinse, you repeat a day at a time. You never know what lies around the corner. And if you have no power, that's what you lack. That's your problem. And if there's no power between you and the food, guaranteed you will be eating. So how are you growing with God? And the bottom of this is the most beautiful part of all. This meditation and asking each morning, 
That's all I get is these 24 hours. I can't rest on yesterday's work. That's resting on laurels. I've got to dig in and go again and work it today a little harder maybe than I did yesterday. But I got to ask God. I got to connect because I don't do this. This is not my genes. These are not my makeup. This is not the way I roll. I'm an addict that lies, that cheats, that steals, that wants it my way, my terms. And so thank goodness for this grace that lies down deep within us because that's why each and every one of us that are recovered on the line today are even here. And then with this prayer and this meditation, I get to have patience, kindliness, tolerance, and love. And sometimes I will fall short. But I'm just going to end with a beautiful thing that I love. And it says, the more space that we make for stillness and silence, the more we have to give both to ourselves and to others. And with that, I pass. Thanks so much, Ginger. Okay, Larry, uh, you're next. And Larry, you'll be followed by Linda D. Good morning, Larry. Good morning. Thanks so much for your service. Um, Love what Ginger had to say there. And the person that read this morning says, we ask each morning that our creator show us the way of patience, tolerance, kindliness, and love. You know, it's, it's interesting. I can tolerate something without accepting it, but I cannot accept something without tolerating it. You know, for example, for, um, when, when someone shares with me um, that they broke their abstinence, he or she wants that information not just to be tolerated, but to be accepted. Can I accept that this is precisely where they are? Yes, I can accept that. It may not be where they are a week from now, but I can express kind, kindliness and love towards a human being who's suffering. Same with my family. I can. When someone says something in an OA meeting that I disagree with, that I take issue with, can I both tolerate and accept it without expressing some sort of self-righteous judgment and then act on that desire by showing up unsolicited to correct them? Can I do that? When I, if I don't, how does that bring me close in closer communion, uh, communion with my creator? It doesn't. So, you know, God did not ordain me as a corrector in chief of my family or anyone else. He didn't designate me as a, you know, to parent my fellows. There's no self-anointed ones among us on this line. So here's what I found, and I learned from this program of spiritual action. It helps to move us more comfortably to a space of live and let live. And that's really where I want to be. You know, how can I treat people? How I treat people in this fellowship is how I treat my family members and how I treat coworkers and how I treat my, the neighbor next door. You know, the text goes on to tell me to be very careful not to criticize others, even though their de- defects may be glaring. Mine may be glaring, but chances are my own actions are partly responsible for that. I am grateful for this program. Each day I lean into God try to lean into my creator. Show me the way of patience, tolerance, kindliness, and love. With that, I pass. Thanks. Thanks, Larry. Okay. Larry, um, you're followed by Linda D. And Linda, you'll be followed by Loretta H. So Linda D., you're up. Good morning. It's Linda D. from Connecticut. Finally figured this new phone out. Um, This is quite a paragraph. The thing that jumps out at me is creator. I didn't have one that I knew of. I do now. 
And so this now I see this program of recovery, which to me means healing. Serious stuff is healing. I was dying, and I was taking people down with me. And most of the time I didn't even know it, and the rest of the time I didn't care. I was not a monster, but I did do really ugly things to myself and other people. This is dead serious. How am I going to change? The program tells me that every day when we read the last paragraph on 164, God will constantly reveal more to you and to us. I have to plug in. And how did I start? I did the steps in sequence with a sponsor who knew what she was doing to the best of her ability, and I stayed with all of you. I have almost never left in almost 40 years. And so where am I today? I woke up and I start talking, surrendering, and listening because I do not know how to wait. I do not know how to be patient. I do not know how to sit through uncomfortability is a nice word for terror because some stuff really scares the hell out of me. But I do know that I have to connect. I know how to connect because this program tells me how. And this magnificent presence in the universe and is within me is right there, ready to save me one more time. And I have to walk through it. And I'm so grateful to walk through it with you. And I pass. Thank you, Linda. I appreciate that. Okay, next up is Loretta H. And Loretta, you'll be followed by Chuck K. Good morning, Loretta. Good morning, everyone and my fellow healers. This is Loretta H. from Raleigh, compulsive overeater, anorexic, graced with God's abstinence for today. Yes, there is a long period of reconstruction. We must take the lead. This is... Uh, how I wake up in the morning because I know and somebody mentioned creator but I'm the architect of my own creator creation and I thought it was my own creator and working this program and having a guide show me the direction on how to plug in and be less selfish because that is the crux of my problem, the self-seeking, the selfishness, the fear, and uh, the definite, definite dishonesty, because I've never been able to be honest, especially when it came to food and then when it came to my life. And because this program has given me a way out, um, that's what the big book was supposedly supposed to be titled at one time. I need to follow the directions, and I need, as somebody else shared, I wake up every morning, and I do have a gene that says I'm an addict. I actually discovered it, and I have to clean myself up every single morning, and that means beginning, especially with this paragraph, because I know, as I've said, I'm the architect of my own chaos. I, I I ruined my life for 54 years until I came into the room, and now I do have a direct line to God, but it's only by working and doing the steps, and as I've shared, I'm doing them over again, 
with God's grace. And it's a wonderful, wonderful process, but I'm seeing more, more chaos that I have created and did create. So thank God for this program because today I do have a life and it says if we are painstaking, we will be amazed before we are halfway through and that's where I am today. I'm amazed. My life is good. God is good. My teacher is good. And thank you all for always being there and sharing your hope and strength and joy. I pass. Thank you, Loretta. Um, okay, so next up we'll hear from Chuck K. And Chuck, you'll be followed by Jen A. Good morning, Chuck. Good morning, it's Chuck. Can you hear me? Sure can. Go right ahead. Man, you have to forgive me. I'm nervous because I got to go before Jen. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. So, I'm the father. I'm the boss at work. When you tell me I get to take the lead, that means I get to tell everybody what to do, and they got to do it. That's my life driven by character defects. So when it says take the lead, the thing that I have to remember is my job and God and allow me to do my job. Because program, all I ever did was want to do the things God's supposed to do. And then I'd get ticked off. God wouldn't do the things I wanted him to do that were my responsibility. And then as I'm and I'm going in this world, particularly when I'm talking to my family, I have that my words are shallow because it's like apologize before. I'm very quick to say I'm sorry about something I've done wrong. But it's a as I allow God to make each and every one of my decisions through God and I begin to go into him hey Chuck you're fading in and out we can barely hear you can you hear me now sure can that's way better all right anyway anyway as I allow God to 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 lead God and direct my life <clears throat> Then people start to see the the apologies and the amends that needed to be made. And I'm not going to be perfect, but I think everybody has appreciated that I've tried very hard, that I have stayed outside of my character defects, and that I've done the best I can as far as letting God lead me. And I think that's what program really is all about. And I just have to say, I've got to be out of the food. If I'm not out of the food, none of this works. So, like we've heard many times, we just have to put the food down and go at the work. Anyway, thank you. Thank you, Chuck. Okay, Chuck uh, is going to be followed by Jen A. And after you, Jen, we'll hear from Anna K. So, good morning, Jen. Awesome. Good morning, Renee. How are you today? Thanks so much for your service. And, Chuck, I'm walking side by side with you, brother, on the road. So, um, we are equal, my friend. Um, So it talks to me in this paragraph, it gives me five guidelines and one line that I'm going to live for a lifetime. Perhaps this is where we come up with life, you know, these amends, these I'm going to live these amends forever, a lifetime amends, right? It doesn't really say it, but we're going to do it. It's a long period of reconstruction ahead. And all I know is that, you know, I took people down, I tore them down, I caused them harms. Uh, um, 
and, and, and I did all this in my relationships. And guess what? Trust takes time to rebuild. And if there's anything I've learned, I've learned that more with my ex-husband, with my kids, with my family. And this is just what I will tell you is that, you know, I'm, I'm here to do it for a lifetime. It's a lifetime way that I am going to live. Um, but at least it gives me these guidelines, right? Like, you know what, Jen, it's going to take time to make these amends. And you must take the lead. It tells me right here, we must take the lead. And guess what? You don't get to say you're sorry anymore. Remember that board game and you'd move your pawn three or four places and you knock somebody off the board and you go, sorry. Remember that game? That was my life. Sorry, sorry. That's all I did was say sorry. It ends in why. Why'd you do it, Jen? What's your part? Admit you're wrong. That's the difference. That's the girl I get to show up as today. Um, you know, this is just, it's so great too. Here's, here's the best part that I love. The past has been forgiven right? And it says here, there are defects that may be glaring, but the chances are that my own actions are partially responsible. You better believe my actions are responsible. They were back then and they still are today. I'm still making amends. I didn't just do this step one time. I'm doing it for a lifetime. I'm always going to mess up. Why? Because my sponsor told me last night when I said to him, you know, I, I screwed up. He goes, you're a human being, right? And so what am I going to do for a lifetime? Again, the old behaviors and attitudes and actions. God, I've asked God to remove those. I'm doing this work. I'm allowing for the new to come in. And so that's me cleaning my house. And that's my dog in the background barking. And so what am I going to do? I'm going to go every day and I'm going to ask God, not tell God. Did you, did you read the word? Asking him each morning in meditation that he show me patience, tolerance, kindliness, acceptance of others, how to be non-judgmental and open-minded, right? The ability to accept and tolerate people in my office. What a beautiful way to live. What awesome guidelines. And we still have a few more pages to go. So this, 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 um, this Night Step Amends is packed with guidelines. Um, I always go back and reread and reread. So I'm glad we're doing it again today. And um, I'll keep coming back. Thanks. Have a good day, Renee. Thanks, Jen. You too. All right. So next up, we have Anna Kay. And Anna, you'll be followed by Beth W. Good morning, Anna. Good morning. Thank you for your service, Renee. Um, I'm Anna Kay, um, compulsive overeater who's recovered, who lives in the Poconos in Pennsylvania. And getting past, of course, the initial queasiness in my gut when I have to share, especially on this recorded line, and also kind of laughing because I thought, oh, you know, the line that really hit me was asking each morning in meditation that our creator show us the way of patience and tolerance, oh my gosh, kindliness and love. I thought, oh, yeah, you know what, probably... It really hit me, that line. I said, I, I bet you not many people are going to mention that in their shares. There's so much chock-full of stuff. You know, that's the last line. Well, of course, everybody touched on it, okay? So that's what tells me what my thoughts are. Am I always right? Am I always wrong? Hello. My knee-jerk reaction to life or my thinking, uh, it, it's off because I wake up an addict every day. I know that. I wake up a, a little girl who's frightened most often than not. And uh, I have to turn to my HP and do something. Every day in the morning, I do have to do something in, every, in the morning. And 
I need to be shown the way. I need to be to be patient. Oh my Lord. Do I pause, pause, pause my life for that patience and tolerance, kindliness and love? Sometimes there ain't so much love in there, but there's got to be some patience and tolerance. Sometimes there's just kindliness and love. I don't know. But I have to face that every day because Anna Banana, her first inclination is not so good most often. And with this help of this program and turning to what my HP is, has saved my life, saving my life every moment, every day. And yeah, my defects may be glaring every day and thankfully I work these steps so that maybe I could see my glaring defects before I spew myself out on others even on myself within Um, so I don't go there even further Um, so yeah this is a it is a long period of reconstruction every day for the rest of my life I'm okay with it I'm so grateful for this program. Thank you all for being there. I love this fellowship and uh, peace. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Anna. I appreciate that. Okay. Next up, we'll have Beth W. And after Beth shares, I'll be ready to take uh, another list of names. Okay. Good morning, Beth. Hi, good morning, Renee. Thank you for hearing me. Um, That was uh, quite a list of names you took. My name is Beth W. I am in frigid North Dakota this morning. Um, I'm always in North Dakota, but it's especially cold today. Um, I, I, I appreciated so much in this paragraph, but um, that the creator show us the way of, in morning meditation, that the creator show us the way of patience, tolerance, kindliness, and love. You know, I don't, I don't live with my family anymore. I, um, my kids are grown. I, I'm divorced, and I moved to North Dakota. Um, and I live here alone. And so I guess that my family are my coworkers that I show up with every day. And, and that's not always been easy for me. And so it's especially important that I um, start my day uh, close to my creator who shows me patience, tolerance, kindliness, and love. And so, uh, and I know that each person I encounter today has a creator that created them as well. And if, if my creator can show me patience, tolerance, kindliness, and love, it is imperative upon me to um, turn and uh, realize that uh, I can do that for someone else as well. You know, I, I wanted to just remorsefully mumble, mumble, you know, I'm, you know, I'm really sorry I didn't show up yesterday the way I wanted to show up or, you know, cause I, I, I've had some missteps along the way and um, not just with my family, but with, with, dozens of people that I encounter when I was, especially when I was deep in my disease. <clears throat> but that's not okay anymore. You know, I know better and I have a way out and I have a program of recovery. I have I have uh, people I can talk to that will help guide me out of that morass. And I have, I have a way to live. I, and I have a creator who loves me. And so with, with all of that, I don't get to show up and be the old best. That I was um, there's no more excuses and so um, I do start my day in prayer and meditation before I leave this house to go encounter the world um, because that's what's required for me to stay on the beam and I'm so grateful that I came into these rooms to find that and to to, to reconnect with my creator and uh, with that I'll pass thanks have a great day
Thank you, Beth. Okay, um, here in just a minute, I'll be ready to take a new list of names. First of all, um, for those of you who may have hopped on late, we're on the top of page 83, that first paragraph, which begins with, yes, there is a long period of reconstruction ahead. Okay, I'm ready to take a new list of names. I okay. Reva P. Uh, okay, I hold agree. on, hold on just a minute. Yeah, I heard, was it Joe? Was it Joe M.? Yes. Okay, and then um, I heard Reba P. Irene. Irene. Marion K. K. Sam um, F. W. Hold on just a second. Was it Stacy K. that I heard back there? Darian. Hold on just a minute, guys. Was it Stacy K. or Debbie K.? Debbie K. All right, Debbie. Okay, I can... I can oh. take it. Vasa and who else? Darian. Okay. Okay. So Darian, let's stop with you, Hoodie. I'm going to put you down, but I don't know if we'll get to you or not. Okay. So let me tell you who I heard, and I apologize to those of you who I, you know, just couldn't pick out from all of that. I have Joe M. Reba P. Irene B, I believe, Debbie K, Vasa O, Darian K, and maybe Hoodie if we get a get a, a minute, Hoodie. Okay, so Joe, um, I'm uh, ready for you, and you'll be followed by Reba P. Go ahead, Joe. Good morning, everyone. Thank you very much for your service and those who have shared. I did not intend to share this morning, but I had a miracle occur last night that I believe is directly attributed to OA and my higher power that I think will provide some hope, especially as it relates to this morning's paragraph. The long road to construction, uh, reconstruction in my case uh, has to do with a divorce I did not expect a few years ago. And uh, I always maintained that it was not a result of addiction, abuse, or adultery. And now over the last year or so, I realized that my eating addiction very possibly contributed to my divorce. And so I have been trying to um, have a relationship with my ex-wife, a a cordial relationship. Five of my six children aren't speaking to me. And as I began the program at the beginning of this year and seeking my higher power to help me overcome this addiction, I realized that, again, the fallout of my relationship of 31 years was very much uh, or or possibly a result of my overeating and hence my uh, my attitude. So anyway, last night I actually spoke to my ex-wife over the phone for the first time in probably four years. And I sought to make amends and she was very amenable to the call and it could not have gone better. And as I'm now watching what I eat and seeking to um, enlist the help of my higher power to help me, it is making a difference in other areas of my life. Obviously, I feel better for having the, uh, the strength from God to implement my will in avoiding things that aren't good for me. And at the same time, relationships are improving. One of my five children that don't speak with me 
has been uh, instant messaging me in a very positive way. So I just briefly want to thank everyone in A Vision for You for the effect that you're having on my life and, and this program. I have listened to every call since the uh, 1st of January. I try not to uh, share too often, but I do want to express my gratitude because it is affecting my life in a very grand way. And I hope that I can continue on this path and be a source of uh, help and inspiration to others and provide service. And with that, I pass. Okay. Thanks, Joe. All right. Next up, we have Reba P. And Reba, you'll be followed by Irene B. Go ahead, Reba. Good morning. This is Reva P., grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater in Toronto. You know, this uh, paragraph reminds me that I need to take action when I'm getting around to step nine. But, you know, what kind of action did I take before program? I was really into the quick fix. I could do any action as long as I got the result really fast and I didn't have to sustain it and continue and continue and continue. It's sort of like the sprint runner instead of the long marathon. And this is telling me even when I've done all this work, and I, you know, I love how it says we analyze um, the past as we now see it. I have a new vision because by this time I have put the food down and I have cleared my blockages, which are my resentments, fears, and harmful behaviors. Um, so I see things differently. But even when I do the direct amends, I'm not done. And this is the hard part, to not just do, oh, I got through my cards, I got through all the amends, I'm good to go, finished, Um, you know, I have arrived. Every morning when it says ask, this is a prayer. Every 24 hours as part of my 24-hour reprieve, I ask because of my own selfishness and self-will, I am not tolerant, kind, and loving. This is something that God enables me to do by getting myself out of the way because reconstruction means I've destroyed, I am rebuilding. That old structure of the way I think and behave is gone, abandoned. And I need God to not only give me the vision, but then I got to actually, like, there's no point having a vision of a house if I'm not going to go and build it, because um, there's not going to be anything there every day, you know, one brick after another after another. But unlike a house, like, I'm never done. I'm never done. Um, so this is like, you know, trudging the road of happy destiny. Um, and tolerance means I'm not trying to change anybody else. I'm not trying to control them. I'm fitting myself into life by God changing me. Um, And this is really not easy. But, you know, every 24 hours, God just makes it really clear. How do I think? Right thought, right action. Um, And lots and lots of um, action. So um, I am amazed that I have been able, like, you know, to sustain this and just do this plodding along every day. And I, I just believe God makes that possible. With that, I pass. Thank you, Reba. Okay, um, next up we'll have Irene B. And Irene, you'll be followed by Debbie K. Good morning, Irene. Good morning. Thank you so much for your service. I am Irene B. Abstinent by the grace of God. 
and I have been listening to everything that has to do with not only reconstruction, making amends, but the recognition that we are the hurricane. I used to think that everybody else was the hurricane. And and it's like, gee, ain't it grand the wind isn't blowing? It's like, yeah. And when we are full of criticism, we're supposed to be kind and compassionate and not righteous because we have a big part to do in this hurricane. And I can't see it. What others do to me, oh, my gosh, it's so terrible. But what I do is like I don't see it or it's nothing. No big deal. Oh, I didn't mean it. It's no big deal. Oh, I didn't see it. It's no big deal. Well, it is a big deal. And thank goodness I'm beginning to learn that I have the increased awareness to see that I'm the hurricane and to recognize that when other people harm me or when I see myself as having been harmed, you know, I take great offense to it, like it's the end of the world and, you know, how did that happen? But, you know, when I'm the one who was inconsiderate, thoughtless, and whatever else I am, oh, greedy, Lord have mercy, greedy, so greedy, Um it's, I'm the one, I'm the one. And then when I'm on the right path, then I feel righteous and I have the right to play God and correct everybody because they're not following my script. And now my script is programmed. And look at all the things you're doing wrong. (laughs) You know, it's like, you know, if I could... You know, if I could get my husband to general reminder. Thank you to 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 be in program and to and, and to follow the rules because now I know the rules and I and like a previous share said I'm the I'm the enforcer in chief in my life. I'm still sick. I'm still sick. So with that, I pass. Thanks, Irene. Okay, next up we have Debbie Kay, and Debbie, you'll be followed by Vasa O. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning. My name is Debbie Kay, recovered, Pennsylvania. Am I being heard? Yes, you are. Go right ahead. Thank you. So I'm very new to this, and every time I try to share, my hands shake. And today is no different. What I'm learning to do is to ask myself, what is Bill W. trying to say to me? And when I ask myself that question, 
I get outside of my own limit, limited thinking and open myself up to other possibilities, and in this case, Bill W. So as I read this paragraph this morning, I thought about the last sentence from the previous paragraph that says, don't see anything the matter here, Ma. Ain't it grand the wind stopped blowing? And what I see is Bill trying to tell me I still do not see the pile of rubble that I've created. I still do not see. He is cautioning me to be careful, to open my eyes. Um, My eyes are still closed when I don't see that rubble. Open your eyes, Debbie. And when and if I open my eyes, I cannot get on this soapbox or this pedestal that tells me I can now pray for patience, kindness, tolerance, and love. If I open my eyes and see the rubble, I must open my heart to the pain that I may have caused to the sorrows of my spouse's or my children's hurts. And only when I see and open my heart, then he tells me in this paragraph, we now see. So this is a very, um, this for me speaks to me as caution. Do not get arrogant and egotistical again, Debbie. General reminder. Thank you. I'm done. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Debbie. Appreciate that. Okay. Next up, we have Vasa O. And Vasa, you'll be followed by Darian K. Good morning, Vasa. Good morning, Renee. Thank you for your service, and please time me. I'm Vasa, grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater, calling from Florida now. And I could have never done step nine or any of the other steps uh, if I was into the food addiction because food was my God. So um, the way I do it right now, and I started at the beginning when I surrendered on my knees to my higher power to help me with the food, so since then, I, I, that's what I adapted. Every morning, I get on my, every morning, I get on my knees and I ask God to show me, to open my eyes and open my ears and give me all, and guide me through the whole night, the whole day, and give me the love, the understanding, the patience, tolerance, kindness toward myself and others. Um, I do still make mistakes, believe me, and I ask my higher power, which I call God today, to forgive me for the wrongs I do, and I ask God to forgive others because they don't know any better, and, uh, and that's the way I've adapted to do with everything in my life. Give me the tolerance 
And yes, I had done some wreckage when I was into the food and even after being abstinent. And that's why I do what I do, doing what I'm doing all these years. If I was all healed and all sane, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. So this is what keeps me going for the rest of my life. And I never, ever imagined there was a life, the kind of life that I have today, you know, throwing myself into the programs, my higher power, and uh, working the steps the way they laid out. Thank you for letting me share, and I pass. Thank you, Vasa. Okay, next up we have Darian Kay. And Darian, uh, you'll be followed by Hoodie if we have time. Go ahead, Darian. Okay, hi. Um, can you hear me okay? Yes, I sure can. Go okay, right ahead. Okay, this is Darian. Great, this is Darian Kay from the Berkshires of Massachusetts. And I'm going to share quick because I'm sitting outside um, waiting to go into work. Um, but I am so grateful. I feel like every morning, every weekday morning I get to... Uh, unwrap a beautiful gift um, and listen to all of you. So just thank you so much. Um, and I just want to share about patience, patience and tolerance, um, the two together. I mean, thank God I have um, a higher power in my life that helps me with these things. I just, it just does not come naturally for me. And, um, you know, yesterday, um, because Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday is coming up and whatever, I, I was watching um, uh, some, inf- some some videos with kids yesterday on, on that kind of stuff and seeing the intolerance that people had only 50, 60 years ago. And I, and I thought, oh, my goodness. And then as I'm listening to you, I just have that same intolerance with people. I mean, it's not that brutal, but it's the same intolerance and it's that same um, picking apart people, you know, the imperfections. Why? Because I'm perfect and people need to be perfect. And that's so far from the truth. It couldn't even be, you know, it's definitely, definitely far from the truth. Um, so I just, you know, I'm going to wrap up by just saying that, you know, I'm, I'm a work in progress and I'm so grateful for all of you and everything. I'm hanging on to every word and I so appreciate everybody here. And, yeah, I have to pray for this every day and, um, and, and know that, that, you know what, the authentic self, the person that I'm meant to be, is really what this program is offering me. And um, as long as I follow the steps, I will get there. And thank you so much. I pass. Thank you, Darian. I appreciate that. Hoodie, I am so sorry, but we're not going to have time to hear from you. We've just got about 20 seconds left. So. Um, I would like to thank everyone who came on the line to share this morning. Thanks so much for your service. Um, Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for this meeting, the one that just concluded, is 13,975. That's 13975. We will now close with the reading. Can everybody make sure that they're muted? I think we've got somebody that's unmuted. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. And I'm going to ask Leon B. to please read A Vision for You. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Thanks, Leon. Hey, Leon, we can't hear you. 
Can you hear me now, Leon B? Yep, sure can. Sure can. Go Uh, right ahead. I'm sorry. I'm I'm in the kids' drop-off line. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it. See to. Sorry, one second. I need to pull over. You caught me as I was dropping my kids off. Um, But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.